Welcome to Critically Ashamed. We're your host, Chop. Gator. Blake. And this week, join us, we also got Jake. How you doing, guys? My name's Jake. What's up, yeah. Jake? What up? I'm doing Long-time good. friend of the show. Uh, also a listener, I think, so that's cool. Excited oh. to have you. I'm glad to be here, man. It's been uh, it's been a while. It's yeah, yeah. Back. You came on the show way back in the day, like when we first started. Yeah, man. It's... I was probably here as over a year ago, probably. It's, yeah. Uh, it, when I tell you it's good to be back, it's good to be back. Cool, cool. So we're back at it with Sucker Punch this week. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, the, I guess I guess that was my movie, wasn't it? Yep. What did you guys think of it? Just like a first, like yay or nay impression. Dude, Hell I love yeah. this movie. I'd seen Hell this movie yeah. like a lot before you ever even brought it up. You can mute it and watch it. It's great. <laughs> so I was it, that was intense for me. I I didn't know what was going on half the time. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I still don't know what was going on. I'm, we're gonna fuck this up. Like, don't. This is not like. Hey, this is sucker punch explained. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna walk away from this episode. Going, I I'm more lost now than I was right after I got done watching it. I'm not saying it's bad, but it was it was the Matrix, the Sixth Sense, the Twist, all mixed into one. I didn't know where Saving the fuck Predator we were. Saving Predator Ryan and not not saying it's as good as those movies, but it was. We were there. It was. They, it blasted me off. I fucking went there. Said, "Where are we?" I was lost. So, uh, look, just to set the stage a little bit, huh? You get it. Uh, just to set the stage a little bit, there, there's a bunch of smoking hot chicks, and they're in an insane asylum, and they're doing stuff. And there, I guess there's different interpretations of, like, what is actually going on, but what you're watching on the screen, at least, right? We can just start with that to try to get a, a, our finger on the pulse of what's happening. Uh, just happening on the screen, it's these chicks, like, like fighting with samurai swords but they're fighting ninjas and t-rexes and nazis d- robots and shit yeah and and shooting machine guns and lasers and uh, dude dude it's all over the place like it's it's, steam- it's steampunk multiple, for sure it's multiple settings but like the first the first setting is more like a well i don't know i don't even remember the order but there's one that's like feudal japan or something and they're uh-huh. like battling a demon that has a giant fucking sword and then there's like another one where they're fighting nazis that are like robots and zombies and shit and then there's like another one where they're like sci-fi and it's like a train that's about to crash into a city and bomb the whole thing like it goes through every like insane movie genre in one movie yeah sci- a sci-fi movie genre or, or but it's better it's better than like a weird b-list sci-fi movie that you get the kind of crazy shit that you're seeing typically oh, dude it you know was I mean? definitely better than any B-list. like if, if you were like okay look it's a bunch of smoking hot chicks that are shooting sci-fi weapons on a train you'd be like that's a dumbass movie this is better than that yeah do any of y'all have a deep fear of having a nail driven into your eye <laughs> Well, if you did, this would be a terrible movie to watch. Yeah. No, no, no. This movie gave me that. <laughs> ah, I didn't have that you before. You will after you watch the movie. Ah, I see. Yeah. It was that was a ten inch nail. It was it was pretty bad. So reeling it back a little bit, there's these scenes of of the, all this madness, sci fi, crazy ninja shit happening, but then also they're all in an insane asylum. So you're like. Okay, I kind of, I kind of get it. It's a metaphor. Every time something fucked up happens, she goes off into this like imaginary world where she's, you know, fighting, fighting instead of whatever's happening to her. Um, and in the insane asylum, they're still the same smoking hot chicks. They're just in like uh, scrubs or whatever. Right. 
And, and I guess. Who's your favorite? <laughs> he's, you sound like such a creeper. When yeah. said that. No. To the chase. Everybody who's, had a favorite. Oh, who's your favorite? Uh, dude, man. anybody that watched this movie has a favorite. All of them. Sweet Pea was mine. I mean, come on. Yeah, Sweet Pea's pretty, pretty fucking hot. Sweet, yeah, she's the older sister. No, no, uh, she was the, the baby, boss, no. the boss chick. That yeah, baby, like, no, baby Sweet Pea was the, the older sister that got away. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was making a mistake. I was talking about Baby Doll. Baby Doll, yeah, 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 yeah. the main one, the main chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> All right, well, that was settled by gentlemen. That was, that was like <laughs> what the by a landslide. Yeah, I'm not trying to get into politics, but like. You know, like, the, that's what the debate should have been, <laughs> instead of being like, hey, fuck you, man. I thought maybe y'all might be into some different shit, I don't know. And I guess, okay, so, I guess in the realm of, like, if you're assuming that that's the real world, where there are all, the, all these chicks in an insane asylum, what's going on there is, uh, they're, they're, they're making them do fucked up shit, like, they're making them dance, and they're trying to play it off as, like, oh, well, if you dance, you can express yourself, and try to overcome this like trauma that you've had and in reality what they're doing is they're selling them selling the like a show to these guys that come in and and pay to watch right right yeah yeah or presumably like it's some kind of brothel where they're having sex with the the inmates mm-hmm. um that's yucky but after after they have a lobotomy <laughs> but every time but every time something fucked up in that like that starts to happen uh she goes into this alternate reality well, then you go a step further, and there's a theory, and this is where it's going to get wild, is when we start talking about, like, what the fuck is actually going on. What actually happened, yeah. There's a theory that all of that is um, in this girl's head, and that, in reality, she really is crazy. So she thinks she's, like, trying to, trying to, she's in there unjustified, like, you know, her stepdad lied to get her in there, and um, this guy's, like, mistreating the, the inmates, and this dude's, this chick's, like... You know what I mean? Like she thinks she's doing something justified in fighting the the injustice that's happening in this insane asylum, and in reality, she's just a crazy chick that's like stabbing people and lighting shit on fire. Hell yeah! Right, right. So, but at least in that reality, there's still an insane asylum. It's still the same chicks in there. Reel it back even further, and there's an you can you could you could, it's within the realm of possibility that all of it is entirely made up, and the whole movie happens when. Like, the, her stepdad drops her off, and they're like, hey, do you want us to lobotomize her? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, okay, tink. That's the whole movie. Yeah. And the whole, the like, the... That the, millisecond of that needle going into her brain... Is the is the, everything that we watch, and her imagining it. I don't want to believe that. There's another theory... I want to believe that she raised hell. There's another theory that Baby Doll doesn't even exist, because there's a lot of parallels between uh, Sweet Pea and Rocket's relationship versus Baby Doll, and... And they're both in there because they were chasing that, you know, trying to oh, save their sister. I never and, thought about that. And and uh, baby doll is a is a metaphor for sweet peas, like rebellious side, you know. Hmm. So Whoa, you're it, going deep, dude. So in that reality, like the the insane asylum is real, but some of the characters are not, dude. There's like every every possible angle of well, this is real and this is not. And I guess in in the end, who really cares? It's a bunch of smoking hot chicks, like. Jumping around, shooting guns, and swinging Doing swords and shit. And, like, schoolgirl outfits and shit. And schoolgirl outfits with steampunk fucking Zeppelins and, and Nazis. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, if you want to try and get a mind fuck, that's one approach you could have at this. Uh, if you want to just... Beat off. 
Yeah, so you could you could definitely take that route. That's Chop's route for sure. <laughs> what if uh, the insane asylum was really a brothel? Right, right. Well, that's the, it was the, and they put on this burlesque show and they bring in like I don't remember if it was a governor or who it was, but it was someone important, someone like the high roller, an official, you know. They kept calling him the high roller. Yeah, and they they it's supposed to be an insane asylum, and yet they're performing shows and and taking money from this guy, you yeah. know. But that may not have happened. And they're, like, running around doing missions. They gotta find the map. And then they gotta find the fucking... The you know. fire. So... They gotta find the knife. But then all that could have been in their head. It's... It's a mind fuck, And it's kind of like... It's kind of like Inception in that... Uh, you could be in a... Inside of a dream. Inside of an imaginary world. Inside yeah. of a person that doesn't exist. But we started inside of a crazy person, so... Right. So it could be anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say it was a good movie. Yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely open ended. <laughs> like you can kind of take it. I, I don't think there's a right answer. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Which is kind of what you were talking about with like if you came into this expecting an answer, you're gonna leave with more questions. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think this is supposed to be one of those. Uh, hey, look, it's explained. We put a nail in it. <laughs> put a nail in it. We got it figured out. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's fucking just crazy. Like it's a it's a spectacle. How about that? It's a it's a show. Mm-hmm. Like. You're, you're gonna watch it and be like, whoa, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching, but it's cool. Yeah. It's definitely, it's a, it's a little bit of fan service, right? Like, they're just like, uh, so we have a pretty cool story, but we're gonna put smoking hot chicks and... Hand, can- hand service? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fan service. Oh, I, yeah, I missed yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're definitely like, okay, here's a kind of cool movie, but like, and then Save Asylum isn't going to be a bunch of smoking hot chicks every single time. <laughs> There's probably going to be a dude or two mixed in there, right? Nah. Or at least an ugly chick, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these are all, like, the hottest chicks in Hollywood. Yeah. So, it, it's definitely some fan service. Not only did they take super hot chicks, but then they're like, you're going to be a samurai ninja sci-fi... Schoolgirl. Schoolgirl, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to wear a full latex, also. And, you know, it... There is some, there is some, and we're making it sound like it's just this chauvinist fiesta, and it's really not. Uh, there's a lot of, like, empowering moments for women. There's a lot of, like, um, you know, she, she uses dance to, in order to save her friend, mm-hmm. and that's, like, a skill or uh, something she has over the like men that she can manipulate. Like, mm-hmm. she can manipulate people with her dancing, and yeah. they never show it, which I thought was tasteful. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, this girl is so hot, and she dances so well that, like, a dude will be watching her and she'll start dancing and obviously this could be imaginary but a dude will be watching her and she's dancing and someone could just like walk right up to him and take shit out of his pocket because he's just like captivated yeah, like yeah. she's she's completely controlling him like a siren or something yeah and and that was a cool like that was a cool concept that was a cool nod uh i dude i don't i don't know who doesn't like this movie like it's not a bad movie it's not right. like a flop it's not horrible to watch mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's no titties. There's no, most of it is, is, it's PG-13. I yeah. mean, it's, it's not. It's really not like overly risque. Dude. It's just like, they're all super fucking hot. And, and, hypers- they, and they use that. <laughs> I right. wish I had this movie at 13 years old. <laughs> it is hypersexualized, but not, I don't know. It's done tastefully. Not distasteful. Yeah. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, uh, uh it, it took... It's everything that you want in a movie. It's got an actually decent plot that leaves you kind of wondering. All of the action sequences are, like, just over-the-top badass, right? And then 
all the chicks are crazy hot. Like that's something to to think about. I hadn't really thought about it because it's imaginary, and you just know it's imaginary, like right off the bat. They weren't tethered to like, oh well, he, you know, <laughs> it was kind of like the Matrix, like, oh well, he can't dodge bullets because that's not real. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh yeah, but he's like in a computer program or something. Same thing, dude. She can't like jump off of a building and and land on a train, or she can't like. Yeah, they gave they gave you a reason to suspend disbelief, right? Right. Like, so then it's just, dude. Yeah, she's fighting a forty foot samurai. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> of course, yeah. obviously, because it's a like dream, basically. So I thought that was a really cool concept, a really cool way to tell a story. Um, obviously, there's a lot of metaphors. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, speculation, um, but so it's a, wanna, it's very visually appealing. It kind of fucked me up because Jake asked me about this, and now I kind of want to know what you say about it. What was up with the dude? It depends on the, which version of reality or perspective yeah, you, you, you so pick. So there's the guy, and he's like the their fucking sensei or something. I don't know. Oh, the old man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the. D- you, so there's there's you a. Ha- you, he's have like a your, you have your weapons. Do as you do, and then he was also the bus driver. So the order, the orderly guy. You think that he's like running the show, and he's like the pimp, but then you find out, and w- at least in one reality or perspective, he's just like. Uh, Unor- like he's just a manager of types uh, he's just a, well not even he's just one of the low guys on the totem pole he's just the one taking advantage of the women and having sex with them after they get lobotomized and shit mm-hmm. um but then but then the old man i what i i guess what i took from it because i i tend to believe that sweet pea who who uh is the older of the two sisters that are inside and it kind of like rebels against baby doll's plan and all that her yeah. team yeah at first and then she's the one that ends up being saved by baby doll right um, I kind of tend to believe the theory that um, baby doll is a metaphor for her um, personality, alternate personality, and that uh, when she gets on the bus, she sees the old man, and the old man was nice to her when she was maybe on the bus coming in, I guess, or or uh, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I think I think when when um, she's I think when she's getting on the bus and driving away, I think that's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I think like obviously it might not be. Yeah. But the the storyline that I tend to believe is the one where um, baby doll sacrificed her. Baby doll is her alternate personality, and she sacrificed herself and all of her turmoil, which was baby doll that that took it. And baby doll stayed at the insane asylum, and she escaped and lived a happy life. See what I'm saying? Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> It's a lot to follow. And the old man, I think the old man she had seen before, or he had been nice to her, or knew, uh, he had seen, she had seen him before, and so he just became, like, the sensei in all of her imaginary dealings, because... But, my argument would be, Sweet Pea escaped. Right? right. The bus driver was that same man. Right, right. I think, I think the bus driver, I think she had seen the bus driver before. I, in my head, I, I don't know if I'm just making this up or what, but in my head, I'm like, uh, she probably rode the bus in, met the bus driver. He was nice, even though she, he knew where she was going and what was going on. And now it reversed. He's, he's in all of her imaginary tales. And then when she gets back on the bus, she sees him again. And you're like, oh, this isn't like just some imaginary guy that she makes up every time. This is a real guy that was nicer. He's just a bus driver. Who was that guy, by the way? Very Dude, familiar. I looked this up before. Very familiar. Uh, very familiar. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't ask me because I really did look this up because I was like, "Fuck that." He guy. was very familiar. I can't remember honestly. Chop, you looking it up? I am. I'm looking it up. He was good because he did good. minds would like to know. 
Um, Scott Glenn. Right, oh, but what was Scott he in? Glenn. Come on. What was what was he? What the fuck do you mean? I don't know actors. Come on. He oh. was in Silence of the Lambs. Who was he in Silence of the Lambs? Man, Scott Glenn. You asked too much. Yeah, he was in Training Day. He was in Apocalypse Now, The Bourne Ultimatum. He was Jack Crawford Bad in Dr- Silence of the Lambs. He was the uh, in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, uh, Clarice's like boss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. they stick the shit in their nose and they're looking at the body. He's in there with her. He's and he's like protecting her. He's like the good cop. That's who he is. He yeah. was super familiar. I was sitting there like, who the fuck is that guy? I just don't look it up. You know? Yeah, that's one of those guys that's been in a lot of movies that you'll you'll immediately recognize, but you're like, what's what the fuck was he in? Mm-hmm. He did good. I thought they all did good. I thought it's a good movie. Uh, I would recommend this movie to. Anybody. And honestly, for being a bunch of no name actors or actresses, rather. Uh, Hold up pretty well. I mean, it's not... Kristen like, Stewart, I think, is the only one that really... No, I'm not right? sure. Isn't that her name? They might know. get They might get something out of this. So, it was I, good. either way... Like Rocket. Was, the girl that played Rocket is... Yeah, she's, yeah. So, for being a bunch of no-name actresses that weren't shit before this movie, I feel like they did a pretty good job with the acting. I'm not going to say that they're fucking, you know, going to be an winning Oscars and shit, but... Excellent story, though. Yeah. And awesome cinematography, uh, definitely a spectacle, like, visually, it's just a crazy fucking movie. Oh, can we talk about that? It looked great. Yeah. That was a great-looking film. Uh, there's certain movies that stick out for just fucking style, like, it's this, The yeah, Matrix, was, The Matrix was, is one of them. It was dark. 300 uh, is one of them to me, Sin yeah. City. Dude, this is that level of, it, like... It had it. It had that vibe. One hundred percent. Constantine, kind of like that. A scanner, darkly like this. This movie doesn't look like anything else, and it's fucking cool. Sin City is. That's you nailed it on that one. That's yeah. That's what it looks like. It's good. It looks great. It has its own look. Yeah, it stands out for sure, and it changes throughout the movie too. Like in the old samurai setting, it's got like old samurai movie, like more white and like it's still dark, but. Like, it's snowing, and, you know, it's got its own aesthetic, and then when they go, like, full fucking cyberpunk in the train and shooting lasers and shit, it's like, that's a, that's a completely different aesthetic also, you know? Yeah, do a lot we, of robots and silver and iPhones and shit. Mm-hmm. Do we go as far back to the begin, like, the beginning? Did, did the stepdad really kill the mom? Or is she just crazy? See, again, I, I, you could, I think you could argue any, any angle. Sure, of course. Of I course. think that, uh... Her uh, baby doll's entire backstory was all in Sweet Pea's head. That's what I think, and I think all of the trauma that Baby Doll and the defiance that Baby Doll uh, perpetuates is is Sweet Pea's way of processing the trauma that she's gone through. And when she when when Baby Doll dies and Sweet Pea leaves, that's Sweet Pea like letting go. Yeah, letting it go. That's what I tend to believe, but that's could also that's probably all. There's bullshit. 15 endings to it. Yeah. So, what do you do? So, uh, I think you should, uh, if you're listening, you should check it out and try to figure out the end- the ending that you like the best. Yeah, because it's I one do. of those choose your own ending fucking movies for sure. I, I want to go on record and say that I think the ending that I took away from it was it was baby doll was real and all this shit that she thought she was doing for the betterment of everybody around her and everything. Uh, happens t- during this time frame, and then they go to lobotomizer, and the you know mama or whatever of the fucking girls that are in there comes in, and she's like, she stabbed a guy, lit a bunch of fires, and fucked a bunch of shit up in like the last five days, 
And I think and the, what I took away from it was what was going on in her head was not reality, but she actually did all that shit. Like, she actually stabbed somebody, actually set a bunch of shit on fire. But, she but was there really wasn't, like, crazy. a conspiracy or, or a, like, there really wasn't a high roller coming in that was, like, raping the lobotomized chicks. And there really wasn't, like, it It wasn't bad. It was just, she's crazy. Mm-hmm. She was fighting whatever demons she had, I guess. I, think I, would, she, like to, I would like to believe that she raised hell as well. I, think I, she, I would like to believe she lit the fire, she stabbed the dude. I, she I, let I, Sweet I want to believe out. that as well. Yeah. Sweet Pea escaped. For sure. But it wasn't, like, good. She was just fucking insane, and they were trying to contain it, and they couldn't. And then Sweet Pea, at the end, is her trying to process this, like, holy shit, that chick was batshit crazy and mean and scary, but I escaped. And it's, like, the silver lining and the... Mm-hmm. She got away from it. Yeah. That, that's cool. I could dig it. That's what I took away from it. At There's least the so first much, time. though. What about, like, uh, Rocket? She's in the... In the... I forgot what Yeah, they don't. Did. they don't even talk. She dies in the train... Yeah, but she was right. in the in the meat locker or whatever, and the chef. Oh, right, the chef. He gets on her, and he's he's. I don't know what his intentions were, but it wasn't good. And uh, baby doll pulls a knife on him. Did that happen? Is that real? Is that not real? They, she wasn't dancing. They don't. Yeah, and they don't mention. I think that that was a a thing too. They don't mention Rocket's death at the end. So Maybe. that was part of the like that supported the theory that that. Yeah, they just said they're gone. The two are gone. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's why it's There's a good movie. Pack, for sure. I All right, it, so... I give it a 10. Yeah, it was good. A uh, 10? Def- definitely critically a ashamed. fucking 10. Or uh, critically yeah. acclaimed, not critically ashamed. Yeah, it was good. I, it, it's at least an 8. Like, it's definitely worth, worth watching. Out. Yeah, yeah, maybe not yeah, a 10, but sure. definitely watch it. Yeah. you got to check it out at least once. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think it's my turn. Cool. I think. And I did not come into this prepared <laughs> with another Fuck. movie to drop. But having talked about this one and kind of going down this rabbit hole this week, uh, I'm going to do another one that's kind of similar to that. Okay. So I'm going to do Domino. I feel like I've seen Domino a long time ago, but I don't have any idea what it's about. I so know Domino, it I know it's Kira Knightley. Domino is where Kira Knightley is a bounty hunter, and that's the whole movie. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, we're going to check it out. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a similar style to this one, plus uh, a little bit more peyote and less, you know, insane asylum. But uh, I think it'll be good. I, I think it'll be fun. It's, it, I mean, it is Keira Knightley, so higher tier actor I, or actress, I guess, but definitely not like a role she got famous for. Like, it's on the lower end of her spectrum, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, this isn't any Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's my pick, Domino. All right, uh, cool. I'm excited. I'll watch it. All right. So, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. On there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find links everywhere you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting apps. We're also on the That's Not Canon Network, so go check out their website. You can find all of the links to our stuff, uh, as well as plenty of other awesome podcasts. Go check it out. Um, that's about it. We got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next week.